before we go forward, can we go back real quick? I don't no. think you have... You never said Creeps and Roses is a play on Guns and Roses. I think you just assume people will know that. But no one's going to know that because Guns and Roses is Guns and Roses. You just did the and sign, like Creeps and Roses. And Guns and Roses sucks. Like, no one cares about them. Welcome to Creeps and Roses with Vinny and PJ. We're talking about The Bachelor because Vinny needs to pay. Lots of bitchy girls who want to see that thing. We didn't want to do this podcast, but Carl is a prick. The Bachelor, let's discuss The Bachelor with PJ and with Vinny. We've got roses, we've got creeps. Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode. That's right, the second episode because the first one counted. My name is Vinny Paulino and joining me back again, Mr. PJ Filliam. What's up, Peej? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I disagree that the first one counted. This is the official episode one. Four more to go after this, right? You have to do five in total. I'm going to put a knife in you, kid. If I ever meet you in person, I want you to know Listen, that. Listen, you, did, you didn't even watch a single episode before we did the first episode. I listened to an hour-long podcast. Plus, I was I was going to rewatch them this week, but I had the same issue that you had where I literally couldn't watch them on Hulu. And unlike you, I'm not rich enough to have on-demand video, so I just didn't watch them. I just watched a YouTube I recap. I can't have on-demand videos. I can't have headphones at work. My name is PJ. That's <laughs> fine, PJ. We could agree to disagree all you want to. There's going to be three more episodes after this, people. Yeah, four more episodes. Sounds good. Okay, so I watched episodes one and two of The Bachelor this week, and I'm prepared to discuss them. Next week, we will talk about episodes three and four. But specifically this week, episode one, we kind of talked about Matt James last week, and you told me what to prepare for. And oh yeah. my God, is he boring. He's so boring. Oh he has my no personality. God. He is face meltingly boring. And the first 18 minutes of the show is him just talking. Yeah, I mean, the first episode to me is probably the least interesting, at least for the majority, because it's just women walking in and then him being like, oh, I'm so horny right now. I hope they don't see my boner through my pants. They started the first episode off. They show like a couple of clips of the the more salacious things that'll happen later to keep you watching this garbage. Whoa, uh, garbage. <laughs> Vinny, we're, we're fans of The Bachelor now. Did you see his mother? Did you see Matt James's mother? Uh, it wasn't in the recap I watched. And I don't remember what shit. She's white though, right? Yeah. I told you. Do you know who she looks like? She who? She looks like Celine Dion's grandmother. She is yeah. a skeleton of a woman and pale and alabaster as the driven snow. And there's her practice squad son sitting next to her, and she is just couldn't be more proud. And he just Whoa. talks to her about, I'm really afraid of getting my heart hurt again, Mom. Just, ugh. How do they start the show like this? So, first thing. They've said Black Bachelor a million times at this point. First half Black Bachelor. I I just want to hammer that home because he's not the first Black oh Bachelor. Oh my God, does he talk about that? So let's let's just move forward a little bit. We're going to go through this episode. Matt James meets Chris Harrison on the steps of this uh, palatial estate in Pennsylvania. And Chris Harrison is like, hey man, isn't this exciting? This is your first time on TV. And Matt is very, very nervous. 
right, PJ? He's a little standoffish. And then he did something that actually kind of surprised me. And it surprised me as someone who's never watched the show. And I think it surprised the fucking host, Chris Harrison, more. Listen to this. Oh, fuck. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm listening. I had to assign volume levels on this shit. This yeah, Guns N' Roses sucks. What shit are you going to talk about, Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses sucks. Is that what you think? Yeah, you know why Guns N' Roses actually sucks really bad, too? Is that stupid guy, Axl Rose, which is a badass name. He looks like such a pussy, and his hair sucks. He just looks like a poser. Like, he plays this hardcore, well, kind of hard-ish music. Yeah, I mean, well, he used to live in a fucking storage space in L.A., dude. He wasn't exactly, like, a fucking prom king. Yeah, I bet he had, like, $12 million. He's like, I'm going to live in a storage facility. No, it was before they made it. Yeah, okay. I bet his dad's, like, a wealthy billionaire guy. Do you know what his real name is? Do you know what Axl Rose's real name is? Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't even make a fake joke. (laughs) It's William Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Guns and Bailey. I mean, that actually kind of works. Guns and Bailey. Yeah. So Chris Harrison is shocked Welcome to Creeps and Bailey. (laughs) <laughs> Chris Harrison is absolutely shocked because there there's limos full of women coming to meet Matt James. But Matt James makes a weird request. You know, this is my first time doing this. I'd love to ask you a few things before they got here, if that's okay. You don't want to meet the ladies yet? Yeah, he didn't want to meet the ladies. He wanted He would rather go into a room and have a conversation with Chris Harrison than meet all these gorgeous women that are in limos coming to meet him yeah i mean i'd much rather talk to a man than a woman so it makes a lot of sense what do you think he wanted to talk to chris harrison about chris harrison's awesome so he probably just wanted to like get to know him some no he wanted to whine more people want you to end up with a certain type of person and i get that what does that mean so my mom <laughs> is white and my dad's black and i experienced what it was like to be uh, product of an interracial marriage and it's yeah. tough because you've got people who have certain views old school views yeah. on what a relationship and what love looks like oh and there are like pj people who are cheering for you no. to find love and then you got che- people who are cheering for you to end up with a specific person a specific person of a specific race and that's something that that kept me up at night it's like i don't want to piss off black people i don't want to piss off white people yeah. but i'm both of those you know what i mean yeah. it's like how do i please everybody Look at this Well, guy. well, well. The truth comes out. Yeah, right there up front. Right on Front Street, PJ. You acted like it was a big secret last week. I don't remember this conversation at all. Okay. That's because it was insanely boring and mind-numbing <laughs> to listen to. If you yeah. tuned out just now, I don't fucking blame you. PJ tuned out the first time he watched it, but not Vinny. I sat there and listened to what he was complaining about. In fact, he even went on more to be more boring and insufferable. Here you go. Here's more of what he would rather talk about than meet all these women. And anytime I've gotten super close with a woman and you're getting to that point where it's seen how being vulnerable in the past has led to this heartbreak and letdown. Um, but part of this process for me is going to be letting my guard down and, and letting my wall down. And hurry up! Knowing Jeez. what I know now and what it means to love and be loved, I think I'm ready to offer that. The women are in the time. fucking limos, and he's just going on and on talking to Chris Harrison about how I don't want to get my heart broken. Did you watch this by yourself? No, I watched it with okay. my wife. Okay, yeah. If you, I'm. You said initially you were trying to watch this by yourself. It is 
unbearable to watch by yourself. Because, like, yeah, it's easy to just, like, shit on him I while he's doing shit. I got news for you, PJ. It's unbearable to watch it by yourself, and it's certainly unbearable to watch it next to my wife. Well, you guys are just less fun than, I guess, your wife's oh, just worse than my wife. She had her favorites. She definitely picked her favorites. So, he, after all of this bitching and moaning, Chris says, dude, just, you know, be you. That was his big advice. Just be you. Cool. Thanks, dude. Thanks for the help. I just uh, poured my guts out to you for 20 minutes. He's like, well, be half of you because we only want the black half. The white half won't sell. <laughs> That's true. They literally don't eat. We're marketing here. So the girls had, there's 32. I was wrong last week. There's 32 girls this year. And this is the most they've ever had, they said. So wait, is that from the get go? Yeah. Because in total, there are 38. Because I actually have stats based on that for later on. But yeah, 38 in total by the end of the season. Well, for those of you who are watching the show on YouTube right now, you're going to be able to see some of the memorable entrances that I've pulled here. Those of you listening, we will describe them for you. But each one of these girls had to come out and try to make an impression on this fucking bowl of vanilla ice cream that is Matt Jones. Okay? Matt James. Matt James, whatever. I can't even remember his name. I can't. Because he didn't watch the show. I watched... All of these episodes, PJ. Two episodes. PJ. <laughs> Two episodes. That's so, funny because that's like the length of some amazing movies, like all of the Lord of the Rings, the Godfather movies. But yeah, instead, you I could have watched the Godfather. Instead, I watched two episodes of The Bachelor. Great, lucky me. So the girls tried to do their best to impress him. Now I'm gonna play some of the clips of some of the girls who I think did a good job of uh, being memorable, okay? Let's start off with this girl, Alana. Alana hold this. is handing him a bowl okay. of spaghetti. You're gonna take this end, and I'm gonna take this end. That's right. They lady in the trampet, PJ. Yeah, it's romantic. Listen, what Disney movie would you have rather had them do? Sharing spaghetti is not romantic to me. Eating my own plate of spaghetti is romance, PJ. <laughs> You would have rather her just brought the spaghetti out to him and like given him a bib and been like, here, this is all for you. Get nice and full. Congrats, you win. That's my answer. Congrats. You're the you're you're the bachelorette, whatever the fuck you are now. Vinny, you wouldn't you'd much rather be on like The Bachelor, but everybody, instead of being a woman you end up with, they're fighting to be your grandma and they're just making you different foods. Oh my god, I love it. I want to have the macaroons week. We'll have a week where they're doing sauce. We'll do a German, like, Oktoberfest week. We'll do some schnitzel. I like this show, PJ. Yeah, the first Italian bachelor. It's just spaghetti and stuff. <laughs> Matt James, it's a little bit of a different uh The first Italian bachelor ends up with his actual mother. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, speaking of uh, some, uh, some more Italian food, what is it with these women trying to bring food? This girl, Ileana, has a really good pickup line. Tell me if you think this is hot, if you'd go for her. I've been dying to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Can I put my balls in your mouth? She's <laughs> laughing so hard. Does she have something in her hand? Take a little bite. She is right. giving him a meatball the size so of a fucking bowling ball. You know, it's not really a fucking bowling ball size. It's more of like the size of um, like a tumor. It's like a big tumor-sized meatball, and she puts it in his hand like yeah, a fucking tumor. apple, and you she know, just shoves it in his face. Size. And then she goes, Not bad. They're my meatballs. <laughs> she says that 
after he tastes it. Oh, really? It's your meatball? I have a fucking bite of it in my mouth. What was I supposed to think it was? Your fucking Listen, labia, honey? I think we can all agree that that's the funniest thing we've ever heard a woman say. I got plenty more of uh, women's snarky remarks for this coming up. The next girl, who I got to tell you, I don't know what the fuck this woman was thinking. Her name is Shanae. I think you are the greatest of all time. Thank you. And I hope you'll also think that I'm the goat. <laughs> so what this girl just did is she lifted up her dress and she pulls out these hideous slippers. It looks like they chopped the foot off of a horse <laughs> and like put it oh. on, turned it into a shoe for her. It's a hoof. She's got hoof slippers. I love that Matt James is just like, thank you. That's a dynamic drop in, Matt. The one thing Matt James is, is charismatic. <laughs> Everybody has something to bring to the table. So I hope he remembers those at least, but yeah, it's honey. pretty memorable, right? It's pretty memorable for all of the wrong reasons. Nobody wants to think about your stinky goat feet. There's plenty of other women here who aren't going to show up wearing stupid slippers. I got an idea. Before we shoot this, can we stop at Target? <laughs> I get some silly slippers. He'll remember me. I need to figure out a way to make him member, remember me. Oh, I know. Slippers. That'll work. Well, this girl, Katie, she came up with what I would say is the third or f actually I would say she's the fourth most memorable. And uh, here's did. why. Listen to this, PJ. You might remember her because she was all over all of the promo for the show. Yeah. Hi, Katie. Let's Hi, Katie. Nice to meet you. She's pretty brunette. So I brought something from yeah, home. Yeah, by far. Okay. The prettiest. Really special to me, and I thought I'd share it with you. You know, this pandemic was really hard for me, and this just really got me through a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping to pass the torch to you. <laughs> so she just pulls out a dildo that is blacked out by ABC. So you it see like a purple a fake penis. Yeah, you see a purple lightsaber handle in her hand and then just a black box and Matt James blushing going, oh, my goodness. Oh, I wonder if my mother would think of this. <laughs> Chris, Chris, do you see this? Now he's holding it. And he's just can't stop laughing. And then it's she like, took it back because she needed it for a little bit longer. Just think about how creepy Matt James could have made that. He, like, takes it and sniffs it or something. Oh, first thing I would have done. <laughs> first thing I would have done is I would have picked it up with the handle with two fingers, and I would have held it up and looked at her, then looked at it and went. <sighs> I don't. I and then don't I would have, have thrown it over my shoulder. Do you have the clip from later on when she's talking to a woman with it? And she's like. You can use it if you want. It's sanitized. No. So it's not even a new one. It's her actual dildo. I No, it really is her actual dildo. Exactly right. I did not pull that. But the other thing she did was she named it. She did name that dildo. Do you remember what she named it? Oh, yeah. Who could forget? It was MJ after Matt James. Well, or Michael Jordan or maybe something happened to her when a kid, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. She, when she was a kid with a penis. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Those are the days. Our next uh our next Wait, contestant. You said that was the third or fourth most memorable. Yeah, That's yeah. the only intro I remember from any of the seasons I've watched. Okay. Well, this next girl. Also, she's hot. Oh, this next girl is smoking hot. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. She comes walking up the driveway. She doesn't come in a car. She's pulling with her like a laundry rack with two dresses hanging on it she's wearing like a little silk robe and a bra and panties and the sexiest fucking stilettos and 
she just comes walking up straight in her underwear. It's so great to finally meet you. Likewise. My name is Kylie. I'm going to give you a hug. Hi, Kylie. <laughs> I've been sitting in my hotel room all day trying to figure out what to wear, and I realized I don't know anything about you, so <laughs> what better opportunity to figure out what you like than to ask for your opinion on what I should wear? I like her. I like her. That's a winner to me. She's fucking smoking hot. She's gorgeous. That's why I gave it to her. That's why I give it to her over the dildo girl. Now, the next most impressive girl to me is the youngest on this show. She's 21 years old, and her name is Kit. She comes pulling up Hi, in a fucking Hi. Bentley. So nice to meet you. Likewise. And she's you gorgeous. She's young. She has so, the ugliest dress I've ever seen. God. I hope you're watching this on YouTube. Gave me a little bit of a rideshare vibe. <laughs> okay. And I thought it's night one. Let me at least order my own car. So she comes up and she goes, listen, the limo that they were bringing everybody up in here was giving me a rideshare kind of a vibe. So I figured I'll rent my own car. Yeah. Fucking, I love this girl. I absolutely love her. Like Sounds that. like you're a fan of the show. Um, no, I like her. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the last and really most memorable, because we're going to hear a lot about this fucking lunatic the rest of the show. Uh, PJ, I got one name for you. Victoria. <laughs> the best person on the show. Yes, by a mile. Hello. How are you doing? Good. What an entrance. So I'm Victoria. So the entrance was she had four producers who want to get their SAG cards, carry her in on a throne, and then she gets down. She's got a tiara on, and she's holding, like, a, just a shitty plastic crown. And then she walks up to Matt, and this is what she says. Like the queen. I see that. And I'm looking for a king with a good heart. So I heard that's you, King Matt. <laughs> <laughs> She sounds like she's on uh, prescription jugs, and <laughs> she's she's like, I went to Party City and I got you this crown because I hear you're gonna be the king of my heart. Like what? What the fuck? I like the girl with the goat slippers better at this point than this girl. Okay, <laughs> I, her voice is so annoying. Like it's classic Valley girl. It just grates on your skin. Plus, she, wouldn't you send her home immediately the second someone comes out and they do the whole like. I'm a queen type thing. That to me is just immediately like, yeah, you have issues. Go home. Well, we're going to talk about her, uh, her queen persona. Everybody knows the real queen is Charlotte Flair. But as she walks away, the no very first – shut up, PJ. The very first laugh I got on the show happens, PJ. The first time I actually enjoyed the show for even a second happens. Queen Victoria is here. I know I'm so confident and I'm so fun. So she's walking away to go walk into the house. So I just want to like put my best foot forward. Wonderful (laughs) editing job. She falls down the fucking stairs. Just. (laughs) And then Matt James goes. I'm good. He's awesome. Okay. I forgot about that. That changed my view completely. Yeah, she fucking fell down. And then he's like, you all right? She's like, I'm good. (laughs) Like from the floor, from the ground. I'm good. Fucking the best. I did laugh at that 100%. I enjoyed the shit out of that. And the way they edited her going, and I'm going to put my best foot forward. Down she goes. Down goes Frazier. I loved it. And uh, after this, she goes in to meet the rest of the girls, and she really makes a good impression on them. It's all good. He's so sexy. And my nerves caught up to me. 
It's a lot to handle, but you know. She I just fell down. And now and she's walking into a room. The best for last. Yes, queen. The queen has oh. arrived, bitches. <laughs> and they're all just <laughs> disgusted. They look at her like, okay. Did you hear how unconfidently she said that? Like, the queen has arrived, bitches. Like, you could tell she wanted to come across as, like, really strong, and she just came across as really self-conscious. If I had to use two words to describe this girl... Cuckoo! Cuckoo! So, I guess a girl named Abigail, she is uh, hearing impaired. She got something <laughs> called the first impression rose. What is the first impression rose? Uh, it's just the rose that they give to someone who they feel bad for, I guess. Okay. That's like the end of the show. They go and they do this rose ceremony, and pretty much all of the girls that they featured at all on the show go through. The rest of them, like, I guess number like 20 through 32, they all just kind of get dismissed off camera. And that's that. Episode one. Fucking shitty. Yeah. If, yeah, first episode, I, I barely remember this episode because it's really just introducing all the girls, watching them all try to be memorable and failing miserably. And it's pretty much just a slog. It, the only time it gets entertaining is when stuff like Victoria falling happens. Yeah. Well, you don't get any of like the fun conversations. You don't get the women being catty or whatever. It's just getting to know people, which is all these people are uninteresting. So I actually have stats like since we just finished introducing all the women. Yeah. So... You might think like, man, first Black Bachelor, it's pretty woke of them to have a Black Bachelor. But listen to this. In total, there's 38 women on the show. And there's 12 white women. And then there's 25 women of like different ethnicities. So then there's also one deaf person. But then... Um, <laughs> Why are you doing this? So I don't know if you know this, but in the U.S., <laughs> That's like 30% of the people on the show are white. In the U.S., 60% of people are white, or at least identify as white. Isn't that messed up? Like, they specifically gave them a bunch of minorities because they're like, oh, yeah, like, you're black, so we're going to give you a bunch of minorities. Well, that kind of goes back to what he was afraid of when he was talking to Chris Harrison. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So, like, he's... It's happening. What he doesn't want to happen is happening because the bachelor is imposing it on him. Like, yeah, you're black. We know you don't want very many white chicks. So here's a bunch of people of random races. Well, they picked a terrible guy because he really is, like I said, an absolute bore. I have like three pages of notes here on episode two. People say I don't do my homework for this shit. So episode two starts with them. In a Nobody says that. What are you talking about? People say you do too much research. That's true. You, you've you just done, like, basically a whole, uh, like, research paper the past three or four episodes of The Creep Off. Solid point. I'm going to continue our deep dive in episode two of The Bachelor right now after these words from Manscaped. I made that up. They would never support us. Episode two. <laughs> there are three dates on this show, PJ. There's one group date and there's two one-on-one -on -one dates, okay? The first one-on-one -on -one date goes to a girl named Bree. Who, I have to say, during the intros, I didn't play any of her intros because there was nothing interesting about it. She just seemed like a nice person. And she seemed, in my opinion, the least likely to, like, key your car. <laughs> like, she just seemed kind of stable. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, she's too normal for the show. Right. So, like, I get why he picks her. That's a good place to start. She's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous girl, and she seems kind of normal. 
he goes to take her to go ride ATVs. And all the girls are very, very jealous, except for Victoria. Like, I wanted to be on that date, so I'm not happy about it. Trust me, we're all jealous. Like, trust me. I don't feel jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm just like, I I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria doesn't know what the word jealous means, ladies and gentlemen. That's Patrick Michael level doublespeak right there. That is fucking hard to do. Right out of the gate, Victoria. You, you, You are just a gem. That says more about Patrick Michael being more like a woman. Like, I don't expect any of these women to know what that means. Oh, Bree and Matt go out riding ATVs. Okay? And here's a little clip. Do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? Yes. Now he's doing donuts with her. And then he tips the fucking thing and they both go flying off into mud puddles. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Yeah. Okay. Donuts well, fucking idiot. flip the thing. Now, <laughs> I just have to say, this guy actually made an ATV accident boring. <laughs> do you know he how fucking so hard that boring. is to do? I mean, the thing just kind of flops over and they get up like, are you okay? I'm okay. Ha ha. Look, we're all dirty. And then they throw a little mud at each other. But you know what was great? You know what was really good for those two lovebirds? What? They got to go sit in a wood fire hot tub that was set up for them probably 50 feet away from where they fell into the fucking mud. Have you ever seen a hot tub that they use wood to heat? Matt James has because he knew exactly what to do. First thing this motherfucker does is take off, takes off his shirt and starts chopping wood. <laughs> Listen, he knows what the people want. They want to see him shirtless and chopping off wood. And he knows he has no personality. He's like, but I am completely jacked. So, so I'll do what I have to do. PJ, they filmed this thing months ago in Pennsylvania. But yeah. this girl creamed her pants so hard. I guarantee you right now they're animals sniffing the spot. I guarantee <laughs> you right now. She, she was just like fucking oh, in love with this guy. Shocker. They get in this hot tub and they make out. Yeah, there's tons of hot tub in every season of The Bachelor. Oh, they God. always go in hot tubs. We're, we're not even done with the hot tub in this episode. So, meanwhile, uh, (laughs) meanwhile, back at the house with all the girls, Victoria's making friends. I hate this girl power. I was like, I'm sick of you guys already. I want to be on that date. They're like, it's day one. I'm like, yeah. And I'm already sick of you guys. One of them was like, don't you feel like this is going to be your downward spiral? I'm like, no. (laughs) Do you not know me? Like, no, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Do you not know me? I just met you today. I'm just saying. She is a find. Like, what? tape was to submit to this um was she I'm just assuming... like looking through her high school yearbook calling everyone the c-word like like yeah. they're like oh she's perfect like this girl is just so abrasive to everybody she she is exactly the type of person that they want on the show and that then they keep around even though matt james absolutely hates her but the producers make them keep around some of the horrible women so that then the show's interesting absolutely and that's what you have to do the producers are actually brilliant on the show for a couple of reasons and i'll give you a good one yeah. right now um during this af- right after this they cut over to brie and matt are having dinner together right they start mm-hmm. talking boring 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 they're both interracial kids they hate their dads mm-hmm. he gives her a date rose then they shoot off fireworks and they start making out and i think this is genius of the producers because the other girls are sitting in this house and they see the fireworks going off and <laughs> all of a sudden they're like fucking cats 
Like they just start freaking the fuck out that this girl's out there making out with him and they're watching fireworks. It's brilliant. <laughs> it, yeah, it is like some weird psychological warfare thing going on. Absolutely. The producer's like, we need these women to feel as horrible as possible so that then they're as horrible as possible to each other. There should just be And like- it's great. Do you know what Stockholm Syndrome is? Speaking of like psychological warfare. Yeah. I have this I have this theory that like none of these women are really interested in him, but because he is I mean, the show itself, but he is essentially their captor. So I think that they <laughs> just kinda like fall in love with him because there's no one else around and they're like, Oh, this this guy Matt, like we're here for him. This is awesome. We're on vacation for six weeks getting everything we want. This guy's awesome. I love him. Even though in reality they'd never fall in love with him in real life. Yeah, probably. I think there's probably a degree of that. So, speaking of crazy, Victoria at this point needs attention when the fireworks are going off. Shocker. Stop, stop berating Victoria. She's the only thing that's making the show watchable in these first few episodes. Well, all the girls got upset at her because she said she wanted to be on this date. And now all the girls are watching the fireworks going off talking about how they're so jealous. Well, now you guys know how I felt this morning because you guys were just so rude to me. And, like, this was the issue I had all day. <laughs> <laughs> You're all so rude to me. <laughs> Her voice is so horrible. It's amazing. It's Dude. like it just like rubs you like you want to like I mean I don't advocate violence against women most of the time, but like I have totally understand when she gets married and her husband hits her. Uh Here she <laughs> is uh continuing her tirade at the whole group of the other women. I said, I would like to get to know each other. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She starts getting into it with this girl named Marilyn. Okay. <laughs> and Marilyn is her roommate. And Marilyn <laughs> said to her something to the effect of, I'd like to get to know you so I could find out, you know, basically why you are the way that you are or something to that effect yeah which might not be the nicest thing in the world very to say. condescending but can yeah. i tell you that i think marilyn is actually an insanely polite person the more i watch her interactions with victoria victoria starts giving it to marilyn here's some clips i said i would like to get to know each other so that we can better understand each other and get to know i each didn't other. make up those words i just said you said them so like that was them. insulting to me <laughs> what that's insulting to me that you said the thing that you said that I said you said. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty condescending, but I, I don't know if I've ever interacted with someone as hostile as Victoria is towards these women. So I can't say <laughs> I would know how to not sound like an asshole while interacting with this person. And she's still going. You're, You're getting upset. What I was saying You're getting upset. Morning. You're getting yeah, a little upset. Yeah, because you guys are crazy. You can't clump us in a Okay, well then I will narrow out you. Like, you were rude to me earlier. Like, if you want to go there. Yeah, she's just <laughs> fucking arguing with Marilyn. Just she won't let it fucking go. Imagine dealing with this woman in your day-to-day -day life. And, like, imagine if you had a job and this was one of your coworkers. Everyone in that room's eyes are rolling to the oh. back of their head except for the producers. They have <laughs> raging fucking hard-ons in a trailer. They're fucking high-fiving. Uh, they so basically got the best women possible for someone as boring as Matt James. Because they're yeah. like, yeah, he can kind of be on the back burner while these women are just ruthless to each other. These they are by even... far the meanest women on that I've ever seen on the show. It's they don't awesome. even need to. Of her. They just needed the one of her. She's a fucking typhoon, this one. So she takes her bags and she says, I'm not sharing a room with you. I'm going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> so she fucking storms out of there. 
they show her grabbing her bags and her fucking shit, and she goes and just puts her giant blanket on a couch, and that's where she fucking sits. And the next day, they go. How do you not like this show? You're a moron. Because of the next day. The next day, this none of this made sh- made sense. This group date. What the fuck? First off, who you need to tell me right now and explain to me who the fuck Franco the photographer is. I oh, yeah. That wasn't in the recap, but I remember <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's just a weird creepy guy. This guy, oh, he been, looks yeah. like uh Benicio del Toro in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's dressed like a human bird hybrid or some shit. I don't know how to describe him. There's a picture of him on the screen. But uh, Franco, the photographer, announces that all 18 girls that are on a group date, and there's 18 of them, mm-hmm. have to get into wedding dresses yeah. and do a wedding-style photo shoot with Matt. Now, that to me seems like exactly what someone would do on a first date. Let's go try on wedding dresses and take pictures. What is this? What did the fuck is the point of this? So they put on these dresses and they're all having this nice time. Victoria's walking in front of the other girls and being a fucking attention whore again. They're mm-hmm. all mad at her. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they don't even finish taking pictures of all of them. Like probably six or seven of the 18 got pictures with Matt. Then all of a sudden they announce that we are now breaking you all into three teams and you're playing some type of bastardized version of paintball and capture the flag in yeah. wedding dresses. <laughs> and we want you guys to tackle each other. Like there's basically no rules, just like murder each other, basically. That is correct. That's awesome. Yeah. And my girl Victoria, she had the line of the night at that point. I think my team is a bunch of queens and the other team is a bunch of gestures. <laughs> gestures. <laughs> a bunch yeah. of gestures. A bunch of gestures. She was on the red team, and uh, the red team won, shocker. But they were fucking smashing each other. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, dipped I don't purses. Like this. this show sucks. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> they were dipping purses and fucking, like, uh, bouquets of flowers and paint and just assaulting each other with them. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I didn't remember that they were dipping bouquets in paint, but you're right. But you don't even realize that if you weren't paying a ton of attention at the beginning, because it just looks like they're basically running around with like uh, those like whips with a bunch of pieces of leather on them once they get covered in paint. Yeah. I mean, it's a very strange thing to have on your show. Um, It was entertaining, I guess. It was kind of cool. You guess. Stop pretending like you didn't love it. That to me was the highlight of the episode. Of this episode, I really did, would say I was like, okay, and it only lasted like two minutes. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like that egregious. So two minutes out of an hour 25, PJ, so whatever now That's, that's interesting. I, I would say that was a, like the dates are usually the weak moments of the show. The highlights are the parties where they're just sitting around being mean. We're about to get to that because there's an after party. And Matt gives the group date rose. Uh, to a girl named Lauren, whoever she was, she might have been like number 28. I don't fucking know. He then gives out his other one a date rose to a girl named Sarah, who, can we agree, pretty hot? Yeah, yeah. Sarah's pretty hot, except she has bad jeans. And we're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's going on a date, uh, a one-on-one date with Sarah, hot off of his awesome job of driving the fucking ATV. They go on a little plane ride. (laughs) 
in like a little tiny crop duster thing. And I guess somebody else was fine. They had fun. They go on a nice date. And they end up having dinner together. They're having a nice time. And then she drops the bomb on him. Do you remember the jo- the bomb, PJ? Uh, no, I don't. The actually. bomb was she left her job as a TV reporter to take care of her father with ALS. Yeah, sob story immediately. That's what they want. Yeah, sob story. Exactly right. But then Matt said the only thing he's ever said that I agreed with. The fact that she should be home with her pops right now with her family and she's here with me having dinner. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, Besides, you should be home moron. taking care of your father. Well, you're a horrible person. I don't get how he didn't send her home immediately. She was all like, my father used to brush my hair when I was a little girl. Now I do the same thing for, for him. Well, who's brushing his hair right now? Well, you're fucking sniffing that rose, honey. Who's taking care of Pop Pop now? She's like, I hope he's alive when I get back. Big There's TV no star. way of knowing. He's on limited time, but I need to get to know Matt James, the first half Black Bachelor. <laughs> So he does give her a rose, and they make out in a hot tub. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And That's what happened. So he also hates her father. That's good to know. Let's go into the home stretch of episode two. He takes uh, the time talking to a bunch of girls kind of off to the side, and then he pulls Marilyn, Victoria's nemesis aside, and gives her one of her favorite flowers. They have a nice moment. And while this is going on, our gal Victoria is talking to every single person in the house that she can about Marilyn. What do you think she's saying? Nice things? Of course, nice things. She won't Marilyn say anything mean. Marilyn is toxic. She's just so toxic. She's not quality. She's just like straight up toxic. Yeah, that's what she's saying to everybody. Well, she's in there getting a flower from Matt. So yeah, that's like. Totally for the course. I, to- I, to- I totally agree with Victoria. Marilyn is toxic to her, and I'm always on Team Victoria. Okay. I'm with you. I'm on Team Victoria, too. The longer she's on the show, the longer I'm going to be entertained by it. So what do you think that little tattletale goes and does? She pulls Matt aside, and she tells him what he needs to know. And, like, she just, like, cries to, like, manipulate situations, and she's just, <laughs> she's like, straight-up toxic. So, like, I had to sleep on the couch temporarily. I had to sleep on the couch temporarily. It's genius. Like, she's she's metagaming The Bachelor, basically. And you want to like, know I something? Know. Not only is Matt James boring, he's also stupid! Victoria hasn't held back anything from me, so why would she make something like this up? He's known him for three days. Right. He's, he's talked to her, like, maybe 45 minutes in total. Right. She's not, hold, she's not held back anything. She said, hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's weird being here. Like, she hasn't held back anything. And you gave Marilyn a flower because you obviously liked her. You didn't give Victoria anything. Victoria's the fucking one who fell down the stairs. And now you're going, who? Do I, do I want to uh, keep Victoria or do I want to keep Marilyn? That's a dilly of a pickle. He's too nice to these women. That's like a thing across all the bachelors. Like, they need to be meaner to these women. Just grow up. Just say you don't think up. making them hit each other across the face with paint-covered purses is being mean to them. Well, that's the bachelor. The bachelor producers are absolutely ruthless. Matt James didn't make up the show. That's true. Matt James is just a willing participant of the show. He's also being psychologically manipulated by the producers <clears throat> of the Bachelor, and because of that, the producer of the Bachelor, pretty cool in my book. Fair enough. I'm with you. After this happens, Matt pulls Marilyn aside, and Marilyn denies the whole thing. Like she's like Victoria's just straight lying. Marilyn decides to talk to Victoria. And I think Marilyn is obviously the classier person, but Victoria, 
Whoo! Way more fun. <laughs> Listen to this interaction. Here you go. You could, if you're watching at home, enjoy watching this. Do you mind if we have a conversation outside? You can sit there and we can have a talk. I'm not going outside. It's freezing. Victoria, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. And Thank you. We can sit here. I accept your apology, <laughs> but I think that we have very different realities of what occurred. You could say that again, honey. So she apologized to her just to fucking keep the peace. That's such like a BS thing to say to you. We have very different views on the reality of what happened. That's like the, the well, this is my truth. No, there's a there's a real truth and there's a thing that happened. But you just don't want that to be the case and you want to interpret it your own way. So you're saying there's two different like truths. Well, there's not. You were just a cunt. Right. But I mean, it makes the show interesting. So Agreed. I love it. So she says something to her, even to the effect of like, well, you know, if you don't mean it, why would you say you're sorry? And it's like, she said she's sorry because she's just trying to get you to fucking chill out. <laughs> yes. Please stop going to Matt because I want to be on TV as much as possible. So I get as many followers as possible. And if you make me go home early, I'm going to be pissed. Can't we just like I'm not gonna fuck with you? Everything's gonna be cool. I don't. I accept your apology, but I I don't think you you understand what happened the way I understand what happened. Ah, uh, just a headache. Yeah. So now we're going. You know what's you know what's admirable about people like Victoria though, like people that are just absolute horrible people on the show. Fucking horror is, shows. They're actually there probably for what they would say is the right reasons, which is to find love. Because there's no way that she's going on the show thinking. I'm going to get rich and famous and everyone's going to love me after this. No, she's a horrible person and she's just like, yeah, maybe I'll fall in love. I like the show The Bachelor. Or maybe she I, thinks people aside with her, but who knows? I, I disagree. I think that the latter there, I think she thinks everybody's going to take pity on her. When she's like, I had to sleep on the couch, Matt. She's so full of shit. Everything is such drama yeah. and everything is she's the victim. You were all so rude to me earlier. Everything nah, she, she does is she's crawling up out of fucking cross. Nah, she's just there for love. Okay. She so, loves Matt. what are we going to do now? It's time for the rose ceremony, PJ. So I'm wondering what's going to happen to Marilyn here. But someone's bad genes caught up to her, and she decided <laughs> to steal the show. Our friend Sarah starts having some kind of panic attack. <laughs> and they take her over to the side, and then all of a sudden on the screen, PJ... To be continued. Yeah, what a great cliffhanger. So exciting. Yeah, girl number 23 has panic attacks. See you next week. That's that's my point, though, about the um, like rose ceremony not being important. Like, uh, Who gives a fuck which of these women goes home? Everyone knows Victoria's staying. I don't remember if Marilyn stays, but I'm assuming she does. I bet if it was up to Matt, he would have probably sent both of them home. But the producers are like, no, you can't send them home. Yeah, because he's this in the room the going, those two seem like they might be trouble. <laughs> you know? They're like, no, 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 no they're going to be fine, Matt. Everything's going to be fine. I heard that they love you. And he's like, oh, I'm here for love. So, yeah. Yeah, he's a moron and so boring. Do you think they let me open up about myself to them? Yeah, do you want do you want to hear a fun scandal about this Sarah girl, the Sarah? scumbag, who's, the scumbag who's letting her father die while with from ALS while she's yeah. on this show trying to get famous? Yeah, supposedly she had a boyfriend the whole time and she just did this for publicity. Yeah, so, so she literally, so she was super basically upfront with it, but because as far as I know, it was people immediately knew. Oh, she had a boyfriend the whole time she was on the show. So she literally just abandoned her 
dad to try to get famous on The Bachelor. Not even a front for the uh, scumbagginess. She's just like, yeah, just trying to get some exposure for my social media. That's uh, the end of what this week. First. Next week, we're going to pick up with a dramatic cliffhanger. What happened to Sarah? I wonder if her boyfriend calls. Last what week, a- you laid down a challenge to Matt James. Yep. What did you tell Matt James he needed to do? I told him he needed to come out against child pornography. Did he do it? Do- uh, I thought maybe you had a clip. I, no, I guess he you didn't. Have a clip- to my yeah, knowledge, he didn't. he didn't. And I don't know if you heard and- this, but Donald Trump was talking about us. What I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia, and I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he say that? That's amazing. He was talking about our show the other day after Rush Limbaugh died. He was talking about, did you uh, hear Creeps and Roses? And uh, they were. he was very upset about, you know, Matt James not de- uh, denouncing it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard. I appreciate yeah. the support, Donald. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week with more Creeps and Roses. We talk about episodes three and four. Uh, Please uh, let us know what you think of the show by fucking off. Neither one of us care. Actually, do you care, PJ? I I care. I love The Bachelor. This is a great show. Did you have a good time doing this with me tonight? I did. Listen to We Are Assholes, my podcast, if you just want to hear a bunch of racist and sexist and homophobic things said. Yeah, great. I'll be back on the creep off this week on Monday. Uh, until then, sleep tight, every pony gagia, no. whatever the fuck. Do we have a, a call, uh, an outro on this? Yeah, you sing the entirety of uh, "Sweet Child of Mine." I think that's the name of that hacks. Uh, he sucks. The Guns N' Roses sucks. <laughs>